0: Just fall apart I do, I don't I will, I won't It's like I'm drowning in the deep Well, it's crazy to imagine Words from my lips as the arms of compassion Mountains crumble With every syllable Hope can live or I a little high.
1: Welcome to the live episode of the Butterfly Evolution Show. I'm sorry there. I forgot I had it on mute. Rodney, how are you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing?
1: I am good. I'm I'm good. I'm, um, doing much better. I kind of just took a minute today. I feel like I was, a, I felt like I was on overload. So I realized that I had, uh, I had not, you know, stuck to my, my, um, my thing, I guess, my silence, my thing of just silence, just just me. And, me. <laughs> and so I took a minute before the show and I did that, about 30 minutes actually. And I feel bad. I I, I got to remember the things that, that work for me and that make me work or help me work. So kind of like gasoline, I think I'd run out of fuel. But I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. How is Tamaria? That-
2: and Mary is good. she is uh resting uh in the bed which uh which is new and something that we're uh gonna try um she a lot of times she she falls asleep um on the couch and you know that that's not good for her um and she'll really lay on the couch until you know I get ready to go to bed and so if that's not until ten eleven o'clock, she's now been on, you know, just stretched out on the couch for like three hours. And, you know, that's just not good. So, um, I have to give it to her. Uh, normally she'll fight me, uh, when I try to get her to get up and get into bed, but, uh, she actually got up and went and laid down. So, um, she may or may not be listening. Cause I mean, she can hear me from, from, from in the room. So, she may or may not be listening, but she is definitely laying down resting, which is a very, very good thing, so.
1: You know, it's, a, it's a, for those who, who may not know, Rodney and Tamari are expecting their first baby, and um, we were talking Saturday, I was at a barbecue, and, and we were, uh, some ladies and I were just kind of discussing babies, well, late, you know, pregnancy, basically, and and it's funny how all of us had our different stories. Even, you know, it's been a long time for me. And and for these ladies, it was a new thing. They were kind of new mommies, five years or less. And just to hear, I don't know, it's just amazing to me how the, the body just kind of takes over, or the baby, I don't know if we should say the body or the baby, just takes over one's body, like eating habits. One girl who is just, she's this, this kind of, um, what can I, how can I call it? Because you might be listening. So
3: she
1: is this um, sweet, 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 but she's kind of this perfectionist in everything she does. She eats properly. You know, she does, to me, she seems like she does all the right things. Like she's like, she just has it all together. She was like,
3: she just had a baby. Her
1: baby's like four months old. She was like, all I ate was fries. She said, I would pass by a place. I didn't care where it was. It could be checkers, anywhere. I wanted their fries and fries only. And she said,
3: and I felt so bad because
1: I was feeding the baby's fries, you know, cause she would never really eat fries. But here she is now wanting French fries. And so we laugh about it, but it's 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 truly it's a beautiful thing, and if you really just think about it, like, wow, you got somebody growing inside of you, and they stay yep. there for nine months, and it's like, for you, Rodney, it's you and Tamari. Like, it's you and Tamari are intermarried, you know, growing. <laughs> so,
3: mm-hmm. when you,
1: I, I love it. I love it, and to just see all the different things that happen. And for me, I, when I thought about it, like, in the middle of the night, for a long time, It'd be almost clockwork to the clock, like, to the time. I wanted grandma cookies, they called grandmas, and Tom's barbecue potato chips. Like, I had to have that combination. And if I didn't get it, it was just like there was no rest. There was no resting for anybody. It was just, I have to have these. And at the time, um, my husband was, he got to the point where, and I remember waking up one night and saying, you know, I felt bad, but it didn't matter. Like, I won it. And it was so funny because I thought, well, you went to the store really fast. He was like, no, I didn't. I just got a whole box of, of chips. He
3: said,
1: because I am not going back anymore. So, what is happening to my computer? Oh, wow. Okay, Rodney, I might. I don't know, something crazy just happened with my computer. Oh Uh-oh. no! I may lose. Sight. Well, it's coming back up now, so let's see. Well, I hope it comes back up. But if I if I get, well, i, uh, I, I'm, I think Well, it's yeah. As long as
2: you stay on the phone, we should be good.
1: Okay, but I just I remember that. So it, it was just interesting to to see. So be patient with Tamaria and give her whatever she wants because she deserves it. There's two people. She she's got a whole person in her. <laughs>
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. But uh I guess to move right along, um something's happening. Really crazy with my computer. It this blue screen came up and said to prevent crash or something and then it just started downloading. Oh, uh,
2: I forgot what you're supposed to do when that happens.
1: <laughs> well, whatever I was supposed to do, what I tried to do wouldn't let me do and it just It just started restarting So it looks like it's going to let me back in Okay Hopefully Um, you had
2: everything backed up on your computer Because if not you may lose Everything or lose some stuff If it was saved like to your desktop
1: You know right. I don't even care at this point
2: (laughs) I, I don't even blame you Tim
1: Cause if I lost it, guess what? It's just lost. I don't even care. There
2: ain't
1: nothing I can do about anything that's lost. So I just have to deal with what I have. But it looks like it's letting me back in. Um, so moving right along, I guess for those of you who are listening, um, Rodney was. I just was having a baby moment because uh, he and Samaria are expecting. Um, and happy anniversary. Bradley again. I know it was yesterday for you guys, right?
2: Yes, it was. Thank you very much. Two years.
1: Oh, baby. It seems like you guys have been together forever. So when I hear two <laughs> years, like, that's all? It seems like it was long ago. But happy anniversary. No, well, it'll
2: be five years. You know, it'll be five years since we first uh, um, talked on the phone that would be in November and then uh when it became official it was December so all of that is coming up. So it'll be five years uh you know this year since we first started dating but yeah we've only been married for two.
1: That's why I said maybe that's what I'm thinking about, just the number of years you guys have been together. That's what it seems like forever. Okay. Yeah
2: okay. they don't they don't count all that you before <laughs> They ain't going back and giving no tax breaks.
1: Wouldn't that be nice? I yeah.
2: Gotta be.
1: So, but moving right along, um, for those of you who are listening um, by way of phone, remember you can join the conversation live with us if you have a question or a comment. Select the number one. Rodney and I will pull you in by providing the area code and the last four digits of the number that you're calling from. For those of you who are listening um, through the chat line, uh, post your comments, questions there, and Rodney and I will we'll get to them as quickly as possible. Um, for Facebook and, and people who are listening in other ways, we don't always get to see that or we don't get to see that. So if you have questions or comments or things you want to post, just tag, uh, tag us in it, and we'll, we have those those sites up and running, Well, Facebook, I don't have any, any other, other ones up, um, so you can post your comments or questions there, just be sure to tag us, and, and we'll get to you there. Um, I, wanna, I want to just really mention the trash can baby, this, is, this has just been, well, we'll get into that in the show, but just for those of you who, who've heard it before, who maybe you've not heard it before. I really, really, really wish you guys would, would do this or do something that that promotes um, awareness about the need for change, like why we need to, to be open to change um, and transforming our lives because if we're not careful, we get so caught up in living life just by the way in which we've been taught to live it. Um the way that we've adapted to feeling about life and things and people, we accept it. We just accept that this is it. And I'm sorry, you guys. I just refuse to believe that what I see is it. Like what I see, um, what I experience, that this is it. Like like, like no more. Like I, 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 this is as good as it gets. I just refuse to believe that. And that's hard to do. It's, it's sometimes, um, and I'll say this week was one of them. Like I literally thought about today, and and it's crazy, but I'm gonna share it. I literally thought, you know what? I should get up tomorrow, pack my truck, and just go. <laughs> just go somewhere, and and, I, and and not like I just I just wanted to go away and just be in a different place with different people. I wanted to encounter different conversations. Um, and, you know, and I thought this thing out. I thought about this, this friend that I could say, listen, I'm fine, and you just tell them that, <laughs> but my phone is off, <laughs> and and I'm fine, and I'll check in <laughs> with you a few days. To tell you I'm fine again, and I'm turning my phone off, you know, just in case you're trying to track me or something like that. But that's how <laughs> I felt. It. I just felt like no more, like, and and I and I and that's okay. Like I realized that um, if Brandon said something to me, he's like, "Mom, you're doing it all wrong." Uh, a few days ago, he said, "You can't go, 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 go." For everybody, all the time, and then take thirty days off. you can't do that. You gotta take, yeah. you gotta take time off in between. Cause that's how I'll do it. I'll just get ready to just shut everything and everybody out, and and I do that. And, and it's not, it's not good. It's not good for people. It's not good for me. It's just not good. So that's where I was today, and I'm better. I'm back. I mean, I I'm not gonna run off in the morning, but uh, as of right now, anyway. So. <laughs> That's how I felt, Rodney. I was just like, no more, Timmy, no more.
2: Timmy, I think that's a really good point uh, that, that, that Brandon made. And I think oftentimes all of us um, <laughs> are guilty of that um, at some point because, and and, and I think that there could be a lot of different reasons. There could be a lot of different factors depending on the person. But I think a huge part of it is um you know we're taught and we're trained to give 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 and oh. we we are okay with giving but we have a hard time receiving and oh. we don't really want to receive until we're exhausted we don't really want to receive until we have to or we have to be forced to receive or people have to sneak and do things for us because we're just in that mindset. I mean, I think about, um, you know, I know a lot of people, at least the people who I deal with now, who will give and give and give. For example, we could go out to dinner once a week for a whole year, and I'm either 52 weeks in a year. I know people who would pay 50 out of the 52 weeks. Wow. But people, and 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 they don't mind. Every time we go out to lunch or every time we go out to dinner, they 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 are okay with paying for me. But they quickly shut me down when I try to pay for them. No, 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 no. I got it or something like that. And I think we're just we're just like that. You know, I've had to sneak and pay the tab you know, people because they just don't want anybody to do that. But they'll do it with ease. And I think that we are just like that. You know, we're we're just trained that way. And like you said, and I'm glad that you came to that reality, that it's just not good for you. And it's not good for anybody else. It's supposed to be a you know, you're not supposed balance. to feel yeah. It's there's supposed to be a balance or Let's say there is an unbalance. The unbalance should not be ninety and ten or eighty and twenty. It should be somewhere closer to sixty and forty. If there is an unbalance, because if it's if it if it's as close to even a, a, as possible, then you'll find that you'll get more out of life. You'll get more out of relationships. You'll get more out of uh, your job or your career. But when you are constantly going and going and going, and and sadly, and 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 you mention other people, it's not good for it's not good for other people either. No, because sometimes we get frustrated with people because we feel like they're always taken. But Look. we put other people in a position to be unfair. We yeah. put other people in a position to be ungrateful. We better, we create that platform I mean, for speak. them. And then we get mad when they stand on it.
1: Yeah, Ronnie, you are so right. I mean, you you are so right. Like today, um, if this is how. The rationalizing came up because, you know, when I talked to you earlier, I had no idea. And I was just – I came home
3: and
1: <laughs> I took a shower and I just, I just said, I'm just going to lay here. I'm not going to turn on any TV or music. I didn't even want to hear music. And I love music. I love my music. Um, and I I felt – and as you were talking just now, I, I jotted some things down. Um, and I really like what you said about we're so used to giving but we've not been taught to receive. And I remember mm-hmm. when I was giving more than I had to give today when I was I was I was giving far more than I than I had to give. Like I was forcing myself to give. Um and I just remember doing that time thinking I don't get back nearly as much as I give from give to people. And I know that's not the right way to think, and, and you really should should give. But I think that's what you mean, Brighton, when you say balance. And I also think it's mm-hmm. important, and we won't get to that topic, people, for those of you who are listening, but I think this is a good way to go into it. But when you talk about that balance, we have to learn to take care of ourselves. And, and we have to learn to say no, um, especially when we are used to giving so much, I think it's healthy to say no, and sometimes without explanation. And I think you said that last, not last week because we didn't have one, but I remember you saying something recently on the show, on a show, that you don't, you you will say I think you said you'll say no and sometimes you find yourself without explanation like I don't even need to explain it's just no
3: <laughs>
1: I think you asked I don't know what we were talking about but I remember you saying mm-hmm. that but also as you were talking uh, just a minute ago I jotted down expecting I, that I I won't even leave this out because. And listen and listen to this because I am one I probably can go back and find I don't know maybe 20 posts on Facebook that I've talked about expectations like expect nothing from people um, I'm reading really mm-hmm. that because today was one of those days like I was saying I expect far too much from people I truly expect what I give but at the same time I don't allow people to get into position. To give, I don't allow people mm-hmm. to get in the position to. Um, I'll, I'll say even to give to themselves or to do better about finding balance in their life. So um, that's an area that I realized today that that one. I, I, you have to almost be in not almost you have to be intentional about um, not putting expectations on people. The only expectations mm-hmm. I should have is those of myself. And those should be based on what I know I'm capable of doing and giving and how far I am willing to go or not go based on who I am, understanding who I am, and who I'm not, and who I'm not willing to be, and what I'm not willing to do. So I've just had a day with myself in my head today. I could have made something out. Somebody would have laid me on that couch. Today. They would have took off the rest of the week. Like I can't see another person. <laughs> so that's how this topic came up because I'm just like I'm going through all this stuff. I'm 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 truly is what this topic. I was doing what this topic says. I was rationalizing reality and and um and I was doing it. Um, with emo- with my emotions and feelings and things like that, dangerous, like that's, that's dangerous. And when I thought about that, I thought, wow, don't we do that often without really knowing, like in auto mode, like we just rationalize. And I found this quote saying, rationalization is a process of not perceiving reality, but of attempting to make reality fit one's emotions. And I wanted to add so much to the emo- after emotions, like our feelings or what we want, you know, like trying to just put away what it really is, and we base it upon those things, emotions, feelings, um, what we think we want, and that kind of thing. So um, that's, that's where all of this came from. But Rodney, before I turn it back over to you, I want to just, I left, I did never got to say the, tra- the trans the trash can concept, but for those of you again, you've heard it, maybe you've not heard it. Do this, do this and see what you get. Um as you do it, just allow yourself to go there. What am I what am I doing in auto mode? Like what how am I living? How am I thinking? How how am I feeling? And and are these things just things that I have Accept it, and and found a way that to think that this this is it, this, like this is this is it, and so uh, move your trash can, preferably a trash can that you use frequently. Um, when you do that, we ask that you monitor how often you return to its old location. As you do, again, be reminded, what else am I doing? And that's a small thing to become, um, adapt, that you adapt to. That's what, that You think about something as small as where I put my trash. So you think about the other things, the big things, because little things unattended to, unnoticed, um, that we rationalize turn into big things. To the point where you can no longer rational, there's no more rationalizing that reality. It hits you in the face. And I feel like that's where a lot of us get caught up. I think in between rationalizing that reality with what is. And so, and and then, you know, what we use to, to rationalize it, what do we use to eliminate the reality of the situation, our emotions, our feelings, again, what we think we want, what we think we need, and sometimes even why, because everything, everything that has happened to us from, I will even go back as far as we we were talking about pregnancy. I think it starts there. I think life and 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 all that goes with it starts right there um, at childbirth before a child comes into this world. I remember thinking how women who went through slavery who actually went through that process of slavery, the mental, the mental slavery, the, you know, the working in the fields, the dealing with um, you know, the, the stress of losing their sons and husbands and have just all of that stress. I've always wondered like the children of those mothers because the stress has to take its toll on that child has to. Um so it goes it goes deeper than we ever think about and I think sometimes that's why it's so hard for us to move forward and overcome some things because we look on the surface. It's kinda like how I see emotions and feelings now. You know, they are tied together but so different. So different. So mm-hmm. back over to you Rodney, kick us back into this topic and we'll get it moving and get on off of here.
2: <laughs> well as you were talking uh, A little while ago and You are talking about expectations um, I think the reality is We expect Too much from people And when you add The rationalizing part to it We expect A great deal From people And when we don't get it or when they don't meet our expectations we will find a way to lower the bar in our head when it comes to them or we'll try to find a way to make it seem like they did meet the expectation if it is somebody we don't want to lose because we are afraid of losing people. Depending on who they are, we, we we're just afraid of losing them. And then something else that we will do, um, and it's funny because Mary and I were having this conversation a couple of weeks ago. We will know that people don't mean us any good because they've shown us time and time again. We will know that they don't mean us any good, and they'll do something. It'll frustrate us. They'll do something else. It'll frustrate us. And they'll keep going and keep frustrating us. And then when we get to the point where we say, you know what, I've had enough, guess what? They come by and they do something that you love. And then what is the first thing we say? Maybe I was wrong about them. Or maybe maybe I was being too hard on that. And then the moment we let our guard down, they go right back to doing things that frustrate us. But like this definition says, making reality agree with one's emotions. So we try to tie that one thing into what we want to feel, not what we feel. But what we want to feel, and so let's say it is uh, a significant other, right? And we know, you know, as a as a man, I know that this woman um, means me no good or is not good for me. Let's say I let, let's say I'm seeing all the signs. But, man, I just want to be with this woman. So what do I do? I, I I tie that one thing, or I find something to make me feel good about why I still am with her, even though I know I should have been gone. We do the same thing at work. We know that we should be pursuing better opportunities, different opportunities. But what do we do? No, I can't leave here. I have too many friends on this job. Or I'm afraid. Or this job isn't that bad. It it pays decent money. So I find a way to connect that to what I want to be my reality. And I think we get that mixed up. We get what we want to be real mixed up with what is real. And anything that will make us feel good or anything that will comfort us, we hold on to it. Things may not be good for two or three years, but we'll find a thing that was good four years ago, and we'll hold on to it. And another thing, Tammy, we have high expectations for 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 other people, but then we lower the bar for our own self. And the other day I was telling Tamaria, when it comes to, uh, we were talking about work, and I told her I said, I do not expect anything good from anybody that way if I go in and somebody's unfair or unprofessional or dishonest guess what I am not let down because I didn't expect anything from you in the first place now if I get it now I'm good because you've exceeded my expectations And that may sound crazy, but for me, I recognize that I'm dealing with human beings. And because I'm dealing with human beings, I don't put anything past anybody. Because if I'm capable of doing it, so are you. And just because I don't do it, doesn't mean that you won't do it to me. So what I try to do, Tammy, is I try to give everybody an opportunity to show me who they really are mm. because that's the person I want to see.
1: That's deep, Rodney. <laughs> like, I really like the, I, I, and and it does sound um, like what you say about you expect I don't, I don't know exactly where. Basically, you expect people to 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 be to be wrong or to to you know to be on the other side. Mm-hmm. Of and if they mm-hmm. if they prove you wrong, then hey, then we're on the good side because you've gone above and beyond what I've what I truly expected. And I think maybe mm-hmm. we hadn't thought about this until till you started talking about it, but I think the biggest one of the biggest. Mistakes we make with rationalization is with people. Like, how many times does it take for for us to realize and accept the reality of the person who has really shown us who they are, who they who they are, who they've accepted being? Because anybody can change, of course. But we're so we're so free in allowing people back in our space too quickly. Because we, I think we've been taught that as well. Just like you said, we've been taught to give, 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 and so we've also been taught. And, and we're not saying you don't forgive people, but there's a difference between forgiveness and being just foolish. Like no, like people shouldn't just be allowed to come back into your life so quickly um, without showing. Some proof of change You know Mm -hmm. what I mean Like we shouldn't be so gullible And naive um, About The world today I I remember posting this post Yesterday um, And right now I'm not sure if you've seen it And I've never heard of this guy but apparently a lot of other people Have but he was Commenting about What a Christian said to him About his tattoos Did you get to see that video
2: no, and, I didn't see that.
1: Well, this lady told him um as a Christian, I just can't stand to look at you. She said some other things. She said, you know, he had a great message, but the tattoos were basically a distraction. And as a Christian, she says, I just can't stand to look at you. And he goes on to say, "I just you know, he's usually he doesn't let things like that bother him what people say, but he just had to comment on this. He said, "You would really like it, Rodney, because he was said some. He said some of the most judgmental, um, self-righteous people are the ones who go to this place once a week on Sunday. Um, and <clears throat> proclaim, you know, religion. I guess. <laughs> but one, excuse me, but one of the things he. In addition to that, one of the things that he said that caught me was, let's just face it, it's 2018, and people are cruel. That's that's let's just say sure. that's what we're dealing with. And I think to add to that, people we become, and I'll say we because I ca- I have to catch I have to snatch myself up sometimes, but but that is that is um, to me when you're able to snatch yourself up to to own your own stuff, because like you said, Wani, you say, if I'm capable of doing it, then so are they. I think that is one of the most strongest things in the world to say because so often people will say just the opposite. They think that people will do it, but they won't. So <clears throat> this guy, in saying that, that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with, people that are hungry for something, I actually Googled that today. Like, I'm just starting to see, ask myself, where did where did we start to go wrong? But I'm not so sure if we ever started to go right. I, I, I'm not so sure. But, like, how did we become so self-absorbed, so selfish, so um, even to, to the point, I think, I feel like, People think that they're not supposed to go through anything. Um, Their life is supposed to be perfect, that they're perfect. And I think you hit on this too, Rodney, that they don't want to be wrong about anything. Like, no, I'm not. I have it all right. And if you don't think like me, dress like me, look like me, do what I do, do it how I do it, do it when I would do it, all these things. It's all about I, I, I. And not we, we, we. It's like the body of Christ. Like I have a, I have a complete body, thank God. But my, even my left, my arms are different. I have two arms, but I have a left one and a right one. But I need both of them. I, I need both of them. There are some people that only have one, but they still do what they need to do. And so, but we've gotten into this thought about ourselves that if you don't, again, think like me, do what I do, act like I act, uh, believe what I believe, and and almost about everything, that we have a problem. And if that's not Mm -hmm. rationalized, because we will rationalize that kind of foolishness as well. Like, how can all these people in the world? Everyone you meet thinks like you. And and half of the time, the, when we really, those people who are really, really bought into that for truth, they don't understand anything about themselves. And most of the time, mm-hmm. that's why for that person to agree so that they can be validated, so they can find some validation in who they are, rather than dealing with who they really are, so that they can move on. Uh, And before I turn it back over to you, I was talking to a friend today, and she was telling me about a situation that she went through while on vacation. And she said, "I I tried to understand the situation by trying to ask myself, "What would I? How would I have reacted in this situation?" And she said, and I can see where I would have had some of the some similar reactions. But I wouldn't have taken it that far.
3: But mm-hmm.
1: by her saying this and trying to visualize herself in the situation, she could see where she would still end up. She could see herself ending up in the situation, but not taking it to the degree that this person did. And it caused, it just caused a weekend to be a disastrous weekend because, I mean, you know, it just went too far. But I told her, I said, just just the simple fact that you are able to say I tried to understand her and the situation better by seeing myself in the situation. Like, how I possibly would have gotten caught up as well, but I wouldn't have taken it as far as they allowed it to go, especially after some other things were said and came out. So... I just and out of all of that, I just I was so I guess overjoyed because she's going through her process of just transformation, and that to me was just different a different way of talk from her. So this it, it gets it's just deep it gets deeper. So back over to you, Rodney. Tammy, how do you
2: think? Um... How do you think, and and this may end up being a two-part question, because the first part, now that I'm thinking about it, may sound a little little crazy, but but stick with me here. How do you think people would, or how do you think people, uh, how do you think God views our realities?
1: Our realities? Ooh.
2: How, how do you think when you know what 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 our what our reality is, or what we perceive it to be? How do you think God looks at them? And and you can give me more than one answer.
1: Ooh wee, that's a deep question. How do I think God looks at them? Wow. Um, <laughs> I. Okay, let me think about this. I'm trying to put it into words. Like, I'm okay. Let me, let me. I'm okay. I'm gonna go around this question and come back. I'm starting to see God as this, as a different kind of God than I was taught um, mm-hmm. to see and know Him. So I feel that that God understands um, who He not understand, He knows who we are. It's just we don't mm-hmm. he knows what we've gone through and what it has um done to us more so than we mm-hmm. do. I think his grace and mercy um is it, is, it, is at that place even the more if there's such a thing because I don't even know how to equate all that, but i i I think hes he, he sees it with the God, or through the God that he is, loving, forgiving, merciful, grace, grace, full of grace and mercy. I think we're the ones that hold ourselves hostage. And I think if we would just even, I'm glad you asked that, because I think if we would get to the point where we stop trying to rationalize with God and know that he always Mm -hmm. knows, you can't, you can't fool God. You can't make him think that you don't think like you think or you don't do what you do. You know, so often people think that they are, they're worried about what the pastor sees see, sees them doing more than the great God. So I think he, mm-hmm. he sees us and accepts us as we are, the false realities and all. Those are the things that he wants us to allow him to allow him to change through his truth in who we are, who he created us to be. It's just we don't we don't want allow him to. And I don't know if that answers your question, but I, I I think he's indifferent to them because he knows and but if only we would accept that and accept him as God rather than us being God and trying to and thinking we have control over um, even ourselves, because I'll tell you, I, I I, sometimes, I mean, and I think I shared that on the show even, even lately. Like, I remember thinking some thoughts, standing up, washing my dishes. Like, I'm like, oh, my gosh, damn it. You really feel like this about, you know, this thing and some people? And I'm like, okay. So that's why God says take these thoughts captive, because I am not my thoughts. I am not my false realities. But, I, but in, in order to even... Understand how God sees them I have to first know that I see Them this way But that God may see them differently and He wants to show me These things in a different way So I don't know if that answered Your question but that's my answer
2: (laughs) (laughs) No you did you did and I think Um I think you 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 brought up another very valid Point and that is um at the Very beginning when you said Um You don't even, like, you know, see God now is not the way that you were brought up or the way that you were taught to see him. And that leads me to um, speaking from my own experience, there are things that I learned or that I was taught Um, that were a huge part of my life because I, you know, I tried and for the most part, I practiced what I believed and what I believed came from, um, people's opinions or their interpretations or, um, you know, the way that they analyze the, the scriptures or, it was the way that they were taught. So these the, the, these beliefs and these teachings were just passed down from generation to generation. And the struggle for me came when I began to read the Bible for myself. And it was like, wait a minute. This is what I was told, but this is what the scripture says. And it took me a while because I was doing the same thing. I was rationalizing. But then I realized there is no rational rationalization. If you are going to believe in the Bible or believe in anything, then you have to either go all the way or just leave it alone altogether. Now, with saying that, I will also say this, um because there are some cases where you can pull good things from anything just like you can from anyone, even if you don't um, even if you don't take all of it but but the reason why I made that comment, the reason why I'm clarifying it now, when I say take all of it or don't take any of it, that's as far as manipulation, how people you know, use the scriptures to benefit them. So I just wanted to clear that up. But in reading it, I have found a lot of very helpful things um, in life in general. But then being able to apply different scriptures to my life. But again, again, The way that I read the scriptures now is not the way that I was taught to read the scriptures for the most part. But here's what I have found. When I don't rationalize the scriptures, when I don't try to interpret the scriptures, when I don't try to make it fit what I was taught or make it fit what I want to do, I find myself to be more at peace, even if it goes against what I want to do. I'm at least at peace because one thing that, I, that I've started to see is that was just the beginning of me discovering the truth or me seeing some differences. And with that, I've been able to take that new experience that happened about 12 years ago, I've been able to take that and grow from there. And so now, I have a very hard time not being honest with myself. Not to say that I'm right or wrong, but if I'm right, it's not hard for me to be like you know what I don't have to be wrong every time or if I'm wrong you know what I don't have to be right every time like I've, I've learned to just accept things for what they are and move on or if I have to deal with it then I look for ways to deal with it in a positive light And and so my next question to you is why do you think we we deal with our reality or look at our reality from a worldly standpoint more than or quicker than we do from a godly standpoint?
1: Oh, I got an answer for that one because we're more
2: <laughs>
1: we we are more into pleasing the world and we are God. Like and mm-hmm. and and why because because we really want to do I think it's it's just we we want to be a part of the world and the people that that are around us like you know even I think you know like we we know we talk about God, we we say all this stuff, but God's not here. We don't him in the, in the way that we see people. Like, I get to see and connect and talk. And so I've taken, you know, we, I'll say we, have, have um, that means more. Like, I, I used to love when I, I was reading um, the Bible and I got a glimpse of <clears throat> when, when Jesus was on the boat and they, they woke him up to tell him about the storm. And I thought, how awesome this makes! So crazy to people, but I don't care because I'm so over all that. But like, how awesome would it be for Jesus to be in my one of my bedrooms sleeping, and somebody's breaking in my house, and I'm laying there like, oh, you just don't know. <laughs> Come on in, you know. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna get up, I'm gonna sneak and unlock the door for you, you know. So you want to break in, you can just get on
3: in.
1: And I'm gonna watch it all take place, you know. But we don't, we don't. Um, and, and I'm guilty of it too, even though I can visualize that again, I think we the answer to the question is because we are more into pleasing the world and looking a certain type of way for the world. We'll deal with God when we see him. We'll try to rationalize that uh that visit. <laughs> you know we're gonna rationalize We're gonna try to rationalize the the day that we are before him, like, wait a minute, you know, when I did that, this is what I meant, you know, we're going to try that as well. We think that we have time. (coughs) I think that's why, because we're more into how we look to the world and to pleasing the world and ourselves. Because even with you bringing Mm -hmm. up the word, I take it back, maybe that's the biggest rationalization to start, you know, is, is, is talking ourselves, making ourselves think that we are, Trying to to make the word fit our realities, our emotions. You know, like I'm gonna make this word regardless. Like you said, you can read it and you see you you see yourself wrong or right. You see yourself. Most mm-hmm. people, I think, read it and they it makes them judge others, not themselves. It gives yeah. them a platform. To judge other people and and not Say
2: themselves.
1: That again, and I, Jamie. huh
2: Say that again,
1: I said I think most people I think the word when we read the word it should be it should be about us. it should start with us because the change starts with me because 'cause I'm responsible mm. for this, this you know for for my my walk, but I think pe- most people read it to judge others not themselves, like they use it as you, 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 you're doing this, you're doing that, you're not doing this, you're not doing that, Um, or what are you doing and why are you doing it, but gosh, for every, for every question, I got to a point in life and I'm still there and it's so crazy, Rodney, because when it gets to be kind of everything, like when you Mm -hmm. find yourself asking, well, why, why is this person doing that, or why did they do that, and God reminds you of something you did, it might not have been that, but it was similar, and it could have been looked at as that or that you're doing boy. I think that that's you're in a different place in life when you can't even you can't you can't really justify questioning someone else like my like I was saying what my friend said, I tried to put myself in her situation and see. And just think about what would I have done? How would I maybe have let that situation get out of hand? Blah blah blah. To me, that's a beautiful thing because, like you said, we're all capable of something that does not look right to somebody else. Yeah. It does not right. So this rationalization, I like it.
2: I think I I, I I think you made made some really good points and 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 the reason why I asked those well one was I actually saw I had seen um, I had looked up a uh, I had just typed in um, uh, rationalizing reality just typed it in and uh, this this article came up and I was looking up on the side and uh, it had mentioned God and I was like you know what that'll be that'll be a good question to ask but I think a lot of times like you said, we get so caught up into worldly things, the worldly view, worldly perceptions that, like you said, we don't even want to see it from a godly standpoint. And not only that, I'm going to tell you what I used to do, again, not realizing this was just, you know, the way things were, and I just kind of fell in line with, I guess with history, you know, with with, with things being passed down from generation to generation, where you really think that something is of God, and it's really not, but people believe in it so strongly that there's no way from God. People feel in People feel that strongly about it. For example, there were people, and I don't doubt that there are people now because of things that I've heard on TV, on radio, things I've seen on social media. Um, Think about slavery. Slavery went on for over 500 years. Why? Why? because there were people who really believed it was the work of the Lord and guess what they always said they always said god they always said christianity they always used religion they all and they all professed to be christians but yet they thought it was okay to separate families they thought it was okay to sell human beings. They thought it was okay, even though when you know, in the same Bible that they were reading back then, man God gave man dominion over everything except another man. They're reading the same Bible. But what did they do? They manipulated it. And so people can if people believe in something strong enough they will convince themselves or allow somebody else to convince them that this is really the work of the lord my my uh my sister and her family were here this weekend and my best friend came over and you know all of us were just talking and somebody brought up i believe the guy's name was jim jones when he took all those he got he, he, he convinced all those people to go to that island
3: Mm-hmm.
2: and I mean and and, but look at how powerful that is It doesn't even have to be godly, just let people feel strong enough, and so I think that because we like things easy, because we like things fast we are willing to sacrifice reality for just an illusion of it. Mm
3: -hmm. We
2: are willing to make up, we are willing to deal with reality physically, but then live it out totally different way in a fictional way, mentally and spiritually. We know what we see and what we feel, what we hear every day. But in our mind we'll create this paradise. So we don't want to deal with you know what God said about it. Because we want to we want we, we want to live in a, this fictitious life. If we had, if we hey, had the opportunity to, go ahead, Tammy.
1: I was gonna ask you a question. Um, okay, going back to the the rationalization using to make it fit the emotions or kind of to validate the emotions and and feelings. What do you? I'm trying to think how to put this question. Um, me read the quote again because maybe that'll help me because I know what I'm trying to ask you, but it's not quite coming out that way. Um, To fit one's emotions. So it says, rationalization is a process of not perceiving reality, but of attempting to make reality fit one's emotions. And that's the part I want to, I'm I'm trying to ask you a question about fitting one's emotions. Why do you think it's important for us to make our reality fit our emotions or feelings or the way that we want things to be? Why do you think that that is so important to us or such a need for us?
2: Uh, I'm gonna go back to something that this that that, that God told me a long time ago he said um and he was talking about ignorant people, and he said. Basically people are like dying like like a dying man on morphine. They are just suffering in comfort.
3: Okay. And
2: okay. suffering in comfort. And I think that again because of the things and the people that we follow, not only follow but that we've accepted cuz you got you have to accept this thing but because of that we have um convinced ourselves that we are supposed to suffer mm. we we've convinced ourselves this something is wrong if we are not suffering Something is wrong if we're not struggling. If you if you ask, put somebody uh, in a job interview and ask them how on a scale of one to ten, how qualified are you for this job? They'll say seven, eight, because we've been trained to believe. Well, you know, if you say ten, you're arrogant yep but that's not the case, or if you say ten, you know you can't say ten because nobody's perfect so we so we become afraid to be confident. people teach us people teach us <laughs> that we should be confident and then and then they tell us not to be confident so It's it's a big contradiction. And because it's a big contradiction, we're confused. And because we're confused, we just want to be comfortable in our misery. We okay with being miserable. Because if we stay in that same spot, then, hey, you know what? I don't know what else is out there. But at least I don't have to worry about finding out and being disappointed. It could be good, could be bad. But I'd rather take my chances here. And that's why I think, you know, when it comes to, you know, what you talked about as far as the the emotional part, we just want to be happy, even if it means happy in our misery. We just want to be happy.
1: Wow, would you repeat if what your we, friend said someone told you about the morphine? You said people are I missed that one i I did get the second sentence about suffering and comfort, but it was something you said about people are like on morphine so it, something
2: he, said, morphine. he said it he said an ignorant person. Is just like a dying man on morphine. Okay. He's just suffering in comfort.
3: Okay. I got
2: it. Okay. I got it. Okay. But I, I mean, I, th- I I think uh, I think, but it and think about this too, Tammy. Think about this too. How many people do things? Just for attention. Probably a lot of them. Yep. Especially if they're on social media. A lot of people on social media do things for attention. Why? Because they're not happy. They need some attention. They're looking for they're looking for a a, a pity party. Instead of saying, you know what? Don't feel sorry for me. I'm a I'm a single mother with two kids. Don't feel sorry for me, though, because guess what? I'm going back to school. I'm going to do something with my life. Or, you know, I'm a a young man who who got in trouble at a very young age. Don't feel sorry for me, though, because the moment I get out of prison, I'm going to do something with my life. And nobody's going to tell me, oh, you know, nobody hires a felon. It's okay. Somebody hire me. may not be the job that I want, but who am I to be greedy. No, I'm good. You know what? I'll go out here and, and do construction. Because you know what? I made this life myself. So you know what? I'm going to go out here and I'm going to do construction. But we don't want that. We want people to feel sorry for us. Oh, you lost you 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 lost your your job. Oh, you 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 lost a a loved one. We want people to feel sorry for us. Oh, you gained some weight, so we want people to feel sorry for us. Instead of instead of saying, you know what, this happened to me. Now, what am I going to do about it? I'm not going to say, well, you know, the, the the Lord will fix it. I'm not going to say the Lord will fix it. I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to go out here and do everything I can. God didn't make this mess. I did. Now, we all want his 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 favor and, and, and his grace and his mercy. But you know what? Learn how to accept the everyday the burdens of life the everyday troubles, like just learn how to accept that and keep going. And also learn how to accept your wrongdoings, not your mistakes, Let's stop calling everything a mistake because it's not. We we did something wrong, and now we're paying for it. Learn how to accept that.
3: Mm-hmm. And say,
2: so you know what? Yep, I did it, but I'm going to bounce back.
1: You know, deal what I mean? that with
2: think reality. Go ahead, Tim.
1: When you say that, it makes me think about how, when you talk about people, specifically the part about people, um, I think that people are 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 wanting a reaction from people, and mm-hmm. rather than a response, and that made me take it back a little bit deeper. I remember um, saying here on the show as well about re- responding versus reacting. Um, and what we really need is someone to respond. And I think because you think about it with medication, if you have a, re- the medication can be fine. It, it, it could, it, it could do, it, it, it is fine, but your body reacts to it. So that means it doesn't benefit
3: mm-hmm. you.
1: The same thing when we react to people, we feed into their they're mess. We we're not helping them. We're not helping ourselves. Like what I started out, you know, with today about I had I realized that's not healthy for me or anybody in my life. But same with reaction mm-hmm. and response. We need to start responding because when you when in taking medication, if somebody responds, that means the medication is going to do what it needs to do. It's going to run its yeah. course. It's going to correct the problem or the issue or whatever, but we want we want reaction from people because that's what keeps us going. That's what keeps us um you know, although for another example. I just the other day I saw this event and it sounded so interesting to me, to me. But only eleven people said going. Free event, it was about Um, Getting rid of negativity You know, acknowledging negativity uh, Capturing it and moving forward But 11 people 11 people And you go over here on the other side And You know, all these things that feed Our emotions and our feelings Is Packed out. Packed out. So it's, I don't know, it just seems like we are, we, I don't even know how to explain it anymore. Like what's good for us, (laughs) we want no part of. What's going to Mm -hmm. help us grow, we want no part of. So when you said um, the morphine thing, I'm like that, that, that's, that's so true. You know, like dying man on morphine, suffering in comfort with, with, with everybody else who's suffering in comfort. Just accept it as mm. like it is and willing to not grow beyond. But to me, that is the worst, worst, that has to be the worst way to live. I can't, yep. I, I just can't imagine. I can't imagine. So, well, Rodney. Um, <laughs> once again, we found a way to pull this. Uh, I'll just tell it like it is. <laughs> last show together.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Boy,
1: it was what time? Two o'clock today when we were discussing whether we were going to even do a show tonight. Um,
2: that is that is true.
1: When but you mean I well,
2: though, when you mean well, it always works out.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's it's. It, I don't think people really understand. That being said, I guess it's a good time to announce that, um, for the month for the month of August, and and as we know right now, it'll be just for the month of August. We're gonna have um, what, what should we call Trent? Our <laughs> we're gonna have a guest host for a <laughs> month. <laughs>
3: yeah. We, is is this August or July?
1: It's August. Okay. Yeah, August. So, um you know, we'll make July work. I have a few people that want to come on, so I know you got a busy, busy busy, busy you know, with your vacation and stuff and we'll let
2: you know. Yeah.
1: Um, but for the month of August, <coughs> excuse me, we have Trent Williams, who's who's been one of our, he hasn't been on in a long time, but he he used to listen quite often and make comments. So when you hear his voice, you'll be like, oh, yeah, that guy. So, <laughs> But he's uh,
3: been
1: for us the month of August, and he must be really excited about it because he, he called me today and said, hey, can you send me your logo so I can start promoting? your show for the month of August. And um,
3: <laughs>
1: so I sent it to him and he's going to, he's going to, I guess do his thing, but show your support in our absence. Cause I'm sure Trent will, will add some spice to it. Cause he, he's a different kind of, kind of cat as they used to say. <laughs> so,
3: um,
1: but we will, we will, um, you know, we'll make it work. And, and, we probably will sneak in, you know, here and there and just, just whatever. But, but Rodney and I, I started wanting to say that because it does take a lot. I know even with Rodney, maybe you feel, especially in your line of work, you just feel, I think sometimes we forget to feed ourselves and take time to just, if it's nothing, just do nothing. Like if it's yeah. just kick back, hey, whatever floats your boat. You know, for me, it's a daiquiri. For you, Brodney, it might be a beer. It gets a good movie. For somebody else, it might be lemonade, Kool-Aid, whatever, whatever floats your boat. But do you float, do you allow the boat to float? I guess I would be the question. Mm-hmm. And and I realize, like Brandon told me, Mama, you can't wait and then just need 30 days. <laughs> you know, that's not good for you. And he's right.
3: <laughs>
1: um, and I'm I'm going to do better in that area. I'm going to do better. I kept hearing something. I thought I was losing my mind. I got up and turned my alarm on, but I forgot tomorrow is Fourth of July, so people are are shooting. So, um, wow! Right now, I don't know if we were supposed to do a show tonight, we we're supposed to be celebrating, huh? No, <laughs>
2: Tamari uh, to for that to earlier too. Um, about us doing a uh, this, uh, show on uh, 4th of July, and she said, I didn't think y'all were doing one since 4th of July is tomorrow. I said, well, when yeah. Tammy brought it up, I said, let's do it.
1: I'm glad we did because I got, I mean, I think we just fed each other tonight. I know I, I got a lot from, from some of the things that you said. I actually have a, a, a Word document started where I started typing some stuff up. So,
3: uh-huh.
1: you know, it worked for us, so. It worked for us. So you guys, um, uh, I do have an announcement. <clears throat> Excuse me.
3: Okay.
1: I'm getting over a cold, you guys. But um, to to end what I was saying, we we need to feed ourselves. We have life. We have things going on. You know, Rodney's married and baby on the way. On vacation from a. You know, first year of being a principal at school and dealing with all that, <clears throat> and just life. And so, we need time, and and I'm thankful that you know I know that I need I need time. And when I know that I I, I need it, one of the ways is when I feel like I have nothing to give our listeners. When I and 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 God provides because I felt that way tonight. I I was like okay, but I feel like we need to come because we didn't last week. That was all my fault. None of Rodney's. You guys, I was in I was in a different world last week. But I just thought, well, we gotta go and and, and just at least show our show our hear our voice tonight. Let our voice be heard tonight. But um, that being said, I've started to feel. Just be honest with you. I've started to feel like. I don't know if I if if, if to be very honest. I've been thinking I don't know if, if 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 we should keep doing this because you get you get to the point where you just think nobody wants to hear this. Kind of like the the workshop that I saw or the conference that I saw where 11 people showed up uh, or 11 people said that they were going um to this conference, free conference talking about eliminating negativity and things like that. So you get to a point where you start to think, <clears throat> what's the use? But then I remember um, when we get those those things like we got a few weeks ago, Rodney, that young lady, and I can't think of her name, who reaches out and says, you know, you guys helped me so much. We don't know her. We never met her. She lives in a different state. And that's what has to keep me going. I have to go back and remember that if nobody is on here, if nobodys on mm-hmm. here have a job to do, and if we reach one person, then our job is done because just because they're not on with us live, it does not mean they don't they won't go back and listen mm-hmm. and I think of how many times, even like today um and in my fun this one. Is is one day I remember struggling, struggling like, gosh, what what's the topic going to be tonight? And and Rodney, you wasn't you weren't on at that time, but I just remember struggling like I'm I'm lost. And for such a time as this ended up being the topic that night. And I remember this this lady calling in, and she said I was just so broken, and she was in tears, and she said I I found your show and I listened to it because. These are the words that that my grandmother used to say to me for such a time as this, mm-hmm. and those are the those are the times. That's what I remember, and so, you know, I'm not here for the crowd. Rodney's not here for the crowd. We welcome the crowd, but even the word says, you know, <laughs> oh, narrow, <laughs> narrow is the gate. You know, so <laughs> I mean. And, and whatever, you know, whatever God does with this show, I'm going to stay on until he kicks me off. doesn't mean that sometimes I don't feel like, you know, God, like saying, God, kick me off, please. Like, I get in my feelings. I get in my emotions as well. And it's important for you guys to know that we're on the other end of of this thing here. We are the host, but we need to be fed as well. We, we need, um, we go through things, we struggle with things. Just as you do, may not be the same thing, but we struggle with things, you know. Um, I have my days. Rodney, I'm sh- I have more than Rodney, of course, but I should. <laughs> I'm not <I'm> fight Rodney.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, <sighs> to say, you know, I, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll be here. We'll do. Well- um, and it's a, it's a great thing. It's a great thing just be who we are and do what we do. So, um lastly, and I'm going to get it give it to Rodney. We're going to be um we're starting this thing called Relationship Night. As of right now, that's what that's the name of the night. And this came about from the event that I did in May, I think May. <clears throat> yeah, May 30th at Nerd Night. <laughs> Facility, the rec, call the rec room, and it's an adult Chuck E. Cheese place. Um, and we're gonna once a month relationship night, and we were going to just make it about couples, but I, I just got in my own head, and and I realized that relationships start way before couples begin. And, therefore, we need to talk about not just, you know, couples being in relationships, but we have fathers and sons, we have mothers and daughters, we have siblings who are in relationships or lack thereof relationships. And that's what has basically come to today more so I think we're not in relationships. We're not, we're not connecting as we, as we should be in relationships. So, um to narrow it all down, we're going to start relationship night, and we'll have guest speakers come in and talk about different topics. That, for instance, um, siblings what what type of things siblings go through, and why, and how how do how to get through them so that they people feel like, hey, this is my brother. This is, I have some support. I have, you know, they may not understand. And everything about me, but they love me and they're here for me And, and, and we're going to see each other and spend time together All of that um, As far as relationships We're going to talk about infidelity What do you do after infidelity? Can you survive it? You know, What do you do when your your mate um, Says the wrong thing Does the wrong thing um, How do you bounce back? How long do you let that go And, and, and continue to Alter your relationship Just things like that So we start that in September. Um, The date is the last Wednesday of, uh, I'm sorry, the third Wednesday of each month. And I'll have more information coming soon about that. But I'm looking forward to it. I really, really am. So I'll say more about that as we go along and, and just get people, you know, all the information that they need. But it'll be about an hour, hour and a half. And uh, people can eat, fellowship, connect, talk, and all that good stuff. So more information to come. But that's where I am. So, Rodney, back over to you. Any announcements? And if you don't, we can go ahead and work toward closing it out.
2: Sounds good. Sounds good. I will say um, I am I am looking forward to um, these next couple of weeks just for some uh, – some rewind and some relax, uh, relaxation and, and, and just change of scenery and doing different things. Um, next, uh, next week, um, I'll be in Las Vegas from Sunday to Wednesday, just with a couple of guys and, um, you know, just, just kind of hanging out and just, you know, being guys, I guess, just, just getting out and, you know, just just doing something different. Uh, looking forward to that. And then the following week, um, I'll be uh, traveling. Um, Tuesday night, the 17th, um, I'll be heading down to Greensboro. My sister um, got her nursing degree. And so her pinning ceremony is July the 18th, uh, that Wednesday. So I'll be traveling that Tuesday. But... Um, but looking forward to that as well. Um, in fact, I only have, let me see the rest of this week and next week off and then it's back to work, uh, for me. <laughs> and, uh, and after that I won't be off again until Labor Day. So, um, but definitely looking forward to these next couple of weeks and just, you know, spending time with family and friends and, um, Tamir and I also moving, uh, this weekend. So, um, looking forward to all of those things. Uh, I'm going to close with, uh, with this, um, Tammy and, and to everyone out there listening, I want you to, for, for one moment, I want you to just think about and picture a whole doesn't matter. Um, how, um, shallow or deep this hole is but just picture a hole and think about the fact that the hole is there because something is missing and so that's your reality the reality is there's a hole because something is missing and think about your own life and think about something that is missing and I'm going to even go a step further. Think about something that was there that is no longer there. A good example would be let's say one of your parents passed away. Or let's say you one of your, your uh, let's say your spouse passed away, or let's say one of your kids passed away. But there's a hole there, and that is your reality. Something is missing you have two choices. You can either fill that hole or you can deal with the fact that the hole is there. Now, as you think about whether or not you want to fill this hole or learn to, to deal with it learn to cope with it let's say you lost a let, let's say you lost a parent but let's just use that example do you want to fill that hole knowing that no matter who you put in that space they will never be your mom Also knowing that you may have to fill that hole again. And maybe you'll have to fill it again because things happen. Or do you want to learn to live with that hole being there or deal with that hole being there? And that way, whether that hole is ever filled or not, you at least know how to deal with it being there. Just something for you guys to think about. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Fourth of July holiday, whatever you do. If you are celebrating um at home or at a neighbor's house, family and friends, you're going out of town to the beach, whatever you do, be safe, be wise. And be watchful. Until next time, stay blessed, and we'll see you again, same time, same station. Good night, everybody.